we fast and pray. For such a time as this one, we fast and pray. That's the topic we are looking at. Talk one this night. I want to sincerely appreciate the Almighty God for the privilege of standing before you this evening to bring the word. And sincerely, I want to appreciate the leadership of NIFES, especially our national director, for this privilege. I don't take it for granted. Okay, this, in this conference, we'll be looking at in such a time as this. Or for such a time as this. We're going to read a few verses of the scripture and I'll be quoting others. You write them and you can read it later. We'll be very fast because we don't have much time. Esther chapter 4, verses 12 to 16. Esther chapter 4, verses 12 to 16. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the, in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will surely arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to the palace, to this royal position, for such a time as this. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go, gather together all the Jews in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night and day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. If I perish, I perish. Way back on campus, I remember those days, my president will always say, people that say, if I perish, I perish, never perish. They don't. Actually, they take risk. They make moves that fear, fearful people do not move. They make moves. They take steps that others do not take okay we can you can open, write down leviticus chapter 6 verses 12 to 13 that place the bible says that fire must not go out on the in the fireplace constantly the priest must constantly put wood in in the fireplace so that night and day the fire must be on we don't pray in cold weather we pray in fire because prayer on itself literally is fire so we pray in fire that's why god said that because of his presence fire must not go out in that fireplace every night every morning the priest in charge the prayer secretary should put fire there put wood there and let it continue burning Samuel chapter 12 verse 23. Samuel said to Saul, it is, let it be a sin for me if I don't pray for you. That's commitment. Intercession. A sin if 
I don't pray for you. Okay, so these are other verses of the scriptures that the scripture will be looking at as we briefly look at this topic. In such a time as this, terrible times, our director of mission yesterday was talking about the three P's in 2018. Pandemic, after pandemic, protest, after protest, palliative. That in such a time as time of pandemic or palliative or protest and the killings that are involved in it, they are times of danger. In such a time like this, times of uncertainty, uncertainty in the country, uncertainty in the states where you are coming from, uncertainty on the road. As a matter of fact, anybody that travels on the road of this country any day and gets to the destination safely has a reason to thank God. When we were planning, we were praying. Even on the road, we kept praying. Let God bring all of you, all of us, to this place. Time of uncertainty in the neighborhood. Somebody you greeted and passed can come back. Well, by the time you come back, you are a victim in his hand. Time of uncertainty in our families. We don't know what the devil has been doing or what the devil is planning. Time of uncertainty. Who can get sick anytime and who can no, who may not wake up in the morning? Time of uncertainty in a personal spiritual life. The devil is not smiling that you wake up to pray. No, 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 no. It's not smiling that you are growing up spiritually. It's not smiling that you are not a carnal Christian. It's not smiling that you are not living a hypocritical, compromising life. Times of uncertainty. Times of uncertainty in our leadership roles. We are called by God and placed and given ministry of reconciliation. Given me a place in high position. High calling, the Bible calls it. So that we represent God before men. Uncertainties. Some things the devil can decide that if he leaves this person like this, he will not only just affect lives, he will grow. So he will work out something. Times like this. Times on our campuses. When darkness feels everywhere. Time of uncertainties. On campus where evil, triumph, and righteousness is everybody wants to stamp it down. Time of uncertainty. When you finish writing the exam and you're expecting A, you have D. It happened to me. I was pursuing first class with all everything in me, pursuing first class. And then at the most critical time in the first class race, I was seeing Courses I write and was expected 98, 88, I was seeing 48. Times of uncertainty. We need to fast and pray. Times of uncertainty where finance is an issue. Thank God that you're here. You're here because there's the extra provision that you're here. There are people that may, that may want to be here, but finance can stop them. Okay? Some people will be on campus they don't know where the next meal was come, we come from i remember those days way back on campus for two weeks i had 
15 naira, one, 10 naira and 5 naira for two solid weeks. You know, sometimes when I look at it, why did I even survive? But I survived. So, uncertainties in the church, in the body of Christ, pastors, church leaders, women leaders, youth in the fellowship, youth leaders, you are not even, I know one youth leader recently. He had his birthday. And after the birthday in the house, they went out with his friends. In the morning, I perceived alcohol from his mouth. A youth leader. Error. I hope somebody like that is not here. Times of uncertainty. We don't even understand the messages that come from our pulpit. Because we can read a passage of the scripture and turn it upside down as long as it suits what I want to communicate or what I want my people to hear. But thank God, I don't even blame any false preacher or false teacher because we all have this great book. So when they can't give us the real food, we go for it by ourselves. Yes. Times of uncertainty, times when our future, we don't know what it looks like. If your future has never been blocked, congratulations. But my own, some of us got our future on our knees. Times of uncertainty. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You just go to bed, tomorrow whatever. It comes, you follow it. Times of uncertainty. When fasting has turned to people fasting for you. You know, you know that kind of thing. They invite people and say, fast for 21 days for me. We will pay you. <laughs> Times of uncertainty. When prayer has just gone to die, 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 die with head, shaking heads. Times of uncertainty. At that point, that time, that is when we need to fast and pray. Because Jesus said in Mark chapter 9 verse 29, these kind of demons no matter the time, the time the demons that work against academics, against our campuses, against the church, against the pastors, against our happy moments, against our... this kind, this very type, do not go out except by fasting and prayer. And in this conference, thank God we have started. I wish we pray, and I wish we pray after now. Because the euphoria of these beautiful moments can be there. But then what follows after is the real matter. Times of uncertainty, even our happy moments. You don't know what somebody that is angry that you are happy. And you don't know what that person can decide to do. Times of uncertainty, times of dangers. Times when people are doing their own thing in their own way, it doesn't matter who is hurting. There's times like this, Bible says, this place says, Mordecai was talking to Esther. Esther has her excuse. If I have palliative, he said, give him clothes, let him change. Somebody cannot just come into, into this place when it's not possible to come with morning dress. Let him just give him suit. Let him march in like a gentleman. We thought, that's palliative. And next, and Mordecai said, that's not what we are talking about. No, no, no. That's not what we are talking about. What we are saying is that don't think that you, because you are in the palace, you'll be free. No, 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 you cannot. You cannot. 
when danger comes, when, when this thing materializes the way it is going, God will definitely, I like that man. He is so sure of Yahweh. He said, Yahweh will definitely get deliverance for Israel from any other source if you are not available. But be it known to you that you and your father's family already is our father and mother are dead. But that family will be wiped out. You will not escape. But who knows? Paradventure. Who is certain that by, by, by providence, by miracle, by special position, it is because of a time like this that you are on campus. Because of time like this that you are born in your family. It's because of a time like this that you are in the palace. That's what she told him. What he told her. And she couldn't contain it again. It's okay. You know what? Go and gather every Jew in the palace. In, I mean in Shusha. In Abuja. In Port Harcourt. In Owere. In Sokoto. Gather every Jew. Let them pray and fast three days. Eat, neither eat nor drink. In fact, it was from this very fast that I picked three days dry fast. Don't eat. Nobody should eat. Nobody should drink. And uh, it said night and day. So when I do that fast, I start it from the night. Night and day. No drinking, no eating. And the, I and my mates will do. So when Mordecai on his part and the others outside the palace are doing it. She herself with the mess, her mess inside the palace where they were doing it. And again, after that, I will take a step of faith. I will take a risk. And then she said, if I perish, I perish. And like I told you, the people that said, talked about like that, they never perished. So we'll be looking at fasting and prayer this evening. And honestly, it's my great privilege to talk about it. Prayer. Prayer is, as we know, usually, we look at prayer as just a means of getting something from the hand of God. When anybody is in critical position, we say, do you pray? Do you mind we, do you mind we pray? Because we know that anything, deliverance, provisions, finance, marriage, career, can come from the hand of God at that critical point in time. But can I ask you a question? A stranger and a friend, who gets attention first? A friend. So that's what we'll be looking at prayer, what prayer actually is. So, that is not God's original intention. To run to him. Boom, 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 boom. Where is that his joy? What do you mean? I want career. I want to pass exam. I want money. I need one. And then the angel will throw you from there and say, thank you, sir. Go your way. There are people that are constant callers. Hey! Constant colors. The gate of heaven will not. When you start in the morning, the, your voice rises. So, who is that person? He says, Joy. Open the door, open the door. Because she is a constant color. It's not a dis accidental discharge. So, prayer is the basis of communication and relationship between us and our Father God. Jesus brought us into the fatherhood of God. He said, my father and your father. So we now have right to go to
But the basis of that is prayer. Basis of relationship. You know, you wake up in the morning, somebody is in the house, and don't say good morning to that person. That's a crack on the wall. And sometimes we do it. We just wake up in the morning and go. But when, when there is something hits us on the road, we come back to pray. Number two, prayer is entrance into the Holy of Holies. We don't meet God in the parlor. We don't meet him in the court, just in the courtyard. We meet him in the Holy of Holies. That's where people, seekers, get to. You know, in a large, in a big man's house, there could be servants of uh, different types. Some can be washing his car and he never knew them. Those are the people that stop at the courtyard. courtyard. Others can be friends to his children. You understand? You are a friend to a God seeker. That doesn't make you a God seeker. You are just a friend. So you can stop at the parlor. But the ones that do this prayer we are talking about are the ones that enter the Holy of Holies. Where they meet with the Master himself. Okay? Prayer is seeking God's face, not just his hands. And I can tell you that when we have his face, we can, we can have his hand. His hand can have all manner of things and anybody can get it from anywhere. But these prayer people we are talking about are people seekers that go beyond the parlor, that enter the rooms, that enter the Holy of Holies. Okay? Now lastly, prayer is theater for spiritual surgery. Theater, where they do oppression. Spiritual oppression is done in the place of prayer. I, I talk I turn it again as a labor room for spiritual delivery. Are you pregnant for something? In the place of prayer, it can be delivered. Prayer. I'm not talking about prayer because it's one of the what I cherish to Now, what do we do in time of prayer? A time of prayer is a time of worship. When we consciously present ourselves before God in thanksgiving, in prayers, in songs of melody. Now, the melody I'm talking about, like me, I don't have that kind of voice so, that these brethren in the, on this side have. I don't have. But my voice is heard in the morning. Oh, in the morning, in the morning, that I rise to praise your name. And heaven will hear it and recognize it. Worship. We study standing, but we don't conclude it standing. We prostrate on the floor. Because when we behold the invisible, Divinity comes in contact with humanity and we carry them to send. Prayer! Prayer! We give him thanks for the things he has done because he does things in quick succession. Quick succession. As long as we are praying. And sometimes for the things he has not done. We thank him. You know why? Because we know his capacity. We know he's capable, he can
can handle anything that comes our way. We pray. We thank him. We give him praise. He is Yahweh. There is no other one. One brother calls him capital G-O-D. And there is no two of them. Okay? So in prayer, in prayer we kneel, we prostrate, we roll. For whom he is, for whom what he has done, and the things he's yet to do. In prayer. Prayer is at a time of brokenness. When we tell God the truth, the truth that the closest person around you does, what is it that you have done and somebody near you cannot hear and pardon you? God hears and pardons. I got to my house one day. When I was six years, I entered the house and I know I just finished. I went to somewhere, quarrel with taxi people and on the road, and I came back home. The students were in the parlor, but I went straight into the Holy of Holies. As I knelt down, put my head down on the pillow, Lord, I felt the flow of a river that goes through my spirit. You know why? Broken and contrite heart, God does not overlook. So in a time of brokenness, you will tell God exactly what you have done. What did you commit? It is not strange to him. He saw you when you did it. So God, we, we enter and they ask for forgiveness and he forgives. He doesn't tell you what to do before you It's not conditional. Jesus carried the, the pay for it. It is time of genuine repentance. It is not haphazard repentance. Genuine. There was one day I came home. Actually, I just escaped terrible sin. Terrible. And I came back home. I know that I said, God, how did you even deliver me from this one? I heard it clearly said to me, I am God of infinite mercy. Infinite is unending. So in the place of prayer, we obtain mercy, we obtain grace, we obtain robbing of. You know when Moses stayed on the mountain for 40 days? The second 40 days. By the time he came back, was calling the people, they ran away because his face shone like the face he has been looking at all through in the mountain. The, the beauty, the splendor, the glory of God rocked up so much on him. He didn't know. In the presence, in, the, in God's presence, that's what happens. In, pray, in prayer, it is time of fellowship. Time of love expression. Now God wants, God loves us. And he wants us to love him. One songwriter, one stanza say in a song, he said, Oh how I love you living God. Almighty as thou art. For thou hast stooped to ask of me the love of my poor heart. God stooped down to tell me like this to love him. What? So it's time to tell him I love you. Now, it does, even if you don't feel the love, no, don't worry about that. See it. You know why? Because the Bible said that the Holy Spirit pours the love, shed the love abroad on our hearts. So we do the talking and he do the shedding. So we tell him we love you. 
a type of koinonia, deep intimacy with God. And God cherishes it. When you're coming, he knows you're coming. And that's why 12 a.m., 2 a.m., he wake you up. Can we have a fellowship? Because we're a constant color. Prayer. And that means that the time of prayer is time of intercession. Standing in the gap. A time when we stand in the gap between God and man, between the devil and man. Any prayer person, any high priest has a high calling. That's why the Bible says that Aaron and his children shall have the name of the 12 names of Israelites, the tribes, written on the, of, around them so that they will bear the sins of the people. It's amazing what assignment God can give to somebody. But that's what we do in the place of prayer. During the prayer, plague in Numbers chapter 16, at some point, they, when they, are, they offended God, and the Moses and Aaron were kneeling, prostrated before God, asking for mercy. And then God began to kill. In, because people say, at some point, Moses called Aaron, rise up, take your censor, get, get into the midst of the people, and do sacrifice, because the plague has started. And the Bible said that Aaron went there and stood before the living and the dead. That's what happens when we intercede. We stand between God and man. We stand between when the devil has carried something to motion and pictures. Because he can't hear the name and stand. Okay? So in the time of prayer, in time of supplication, whatever we have as our need, give it to God. He can handle anything that comes our way. He can do everything. And then the answer to prayer can be now, it can be later, it can be it's not proper for you. But when it comes like that, he speaks to us. Okay? Now, time of prayer is time of spiritual warfare. Time of declaration. Decree. In the name of Jesus Christ, I decree. I declare. I decree. I declare. You you have the right to do uh, to do it, so you go ahead and do it. I decree, I declare, in the name of Jesus. God gave me one wonderful message, ammunition for 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 spiritual warfare. Can you be on your feet now? Stand up, everybody. Now, in your spirit, man, get to your village. Get your village. Enter your father's house and stand in the middle. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, the Bible said God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth it was Tohu and Bohu, and darkness was on the, upon the face of the deep, and God spoke, let there be light and there was light. Now you're going to stand. Remove your hands from your pocket. It's not pocket time. Stand. And begin to declare, let there be light in your family. Start it. Let there be light. Everywhere darkness has taken over, let there be light. In the, the darkest place of your family, let there be light. In the life of your brother, your father, your mother, let there be light. Upon the life of that person that is sick, let there be light. In your own personal life, let there be light. Declare it. Let there be light. Let there be light.
light. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Sit down. We shall yet pray. Since the Christian life is a battlefield, we cannot but do, we can't do without solid fasting and praying life. We can't. It's very vital. Seriously, our prayer life must constantly and consistently be strong and ablaze. Colossians chapter 2, chapter 4, verses 2 to, 2 to 4, the Bible says, Give yourself to prayer. Or two to three. Give yourself, devote yourself, submit yourself, commit yourself to prayer. To constant prayer. You don't need to be working up. You don't need to be controlled into prayer. Because anybody that does not pray, does not pray, denies himself of divinity. So you don't, you don't work for anybody. To talk to you about prayer. You do it yourself. What do we do when we pray? We forgive everybody that has hurt us. As for hurting people, we hurt. One of my prayers, anywhere I get in and say that, Lord, please let me not hurt anybody here. And even if I'm hurt, let me not take it. I will not throw stone anybody on anybody consciously. But even if anybody stole, stones me, help, help me to dodge. Okay? Because it's not that truly what happens on us, to us. That matters is what happens inside of us. And when there is grudge, malice, we can't pray expressly. So we don't need it. Sometimes we'll smile at the devil. Somebody you just have misunderstanding with somebody, and the person is coming with frown face. Tell the devil, see me in action. You smile at him first. Because he doesn't want to see that one. And you greet the person and shut it off. Number two, second thing we need is our Bible. Devotionals, anchor, uh, daily life, life under God, any devotional. But for us in this family, anchor is as awesome. And I always talk about Psalm, reading the book of Psalms. In Psalm, the prayer in Psalms is something else. It's, it's, it's full of prayer of consecration, full of prayer of warning, full of prayer of worship, full of prayer of confession, full of prayer of thanksgiving, of excitement, of appreciation. Some, just you can join me five chapters every day. You will be fine. Honestly, you will be fine. Okay? And again, we need him book. Songs. Songs of worship. Songs of praise. There was one day I was singing and praising God in my heart. Thy kingdom. God told me you will ever continue to dance. Ever. And I have not stopped dancing since then. He told me. In place of prayer, things happen. And please allow it to happen to you. The last one is pen and chocolate. We need it. Because when God speaks to us by his spirit, through his word is good with John and that. Okay? What time do we pray? We pray in the morning. We pray in the afternoon. We pray in the middle of the night. We pray in the day. And can I tell you something? Midnight prayer is very good. I take to it because 
nothing is distracting you. No, no, no. I said sleep. Awake my soul, awake the song. I see my great Redeemer's praise. He justly claims a song from me. Ah, how loving kindness is so deep. His loving kindness is so deep. And I say, He justly claims a song from me. And when I sing it unto Him, I say, You justly claim my life, my sleep, my time from me. Justified to have my sleeping time. Justified to have my sleep resting time. He's justified to have my time. Because his kind loving kindness is overwhelming. When, when we don't pray because we have not felt the hand of God, God's love. When he wraps you up in his love, you will want to enter again. Okay, so midnight, when there are when noises have ended, that time, you know what happened? Even forces of darkness take advantage of night. So why would I be sleeping? You know why? When we are not praying, the enemy is cursing. That is when the wicked men and women get to the center of the road and be calling people's name in their mirror. That is when we will wake up to pray. Wake up in the middle of the night and put water and be pounding and say they are pounding Joseph. They are pounding joy. They are pounding... That is why you say, let them be light. And they will take off this. So if they can be cursing in the middle of the night, why can't I be worshipping? And when you stay in the place of worship, those things that are causing will go back to sender. Okay? Midnight prayer is so wonderful. Now, it doesn't mean that if you don't wake up that time to pray, it's not praying again. I pray, I pray, I pray. Okay? Now, fasting. Fasting in this discipline of abstaining from food, from drinks, and from any form of pleasure. Including WhatsApp, Facebook, enjoy whatever is enjoyment, watching TV, movie to the late of the night. You know, students can watch TV, especially this from lockdown to palliative to pan to pandemic to astral Can watch TV from ten o'clock till one or two or three. I have them in my house. When you now wake them up for prayer in the morning, around six. That time, but he was excitedly. One night I woke up to night never has got light. We Jen was on before I went to bed. They didn't know that light has come, but they were busy watching midnight movie. As I just passed them, I'm going to put up the gen. I went and put up the gen, and when I got there, I saw that night light has come. I changed to Nepa. Came back, they went back. It might be, they may be like you. Fasting include that, includes that one. Distraction. I, I, can I tell you that one of the greatest things that distracts people from prayer is phone. That Android in your hand. But you can drop it. It does Praying time. Praying time does not attack the time of WhatsApp. But WhatsApp attacks the time of prayer. So you drop it. Okay. It's to seek the face of God. Every form of pleasure dropped. 
to seek the face of God. It's not just merely abstaining, going without food or, or else it will be starving. But it's called fasting and praying. Okay? Because you don't just go without prayer and later you tell God, you know I did not eat today because I'm fasting. He did not hear you. It is when you are going out without faith, flesh. And remember, it is not just to punish the flesh. It is to humble ourselves to seek his face. So if I go about on the road without hunger, where will God see me to talk to me? And I can't even tell you exactly why I'm not eating. So that's why it's important is fasting and praying. Okay? So fasting period can be set apart by an individual or a group or like now that we have the privilege of being here. Fasting. You know, probably when today was going on, you were calculating where to start. Is it to eat rice first or to eat drink malt second or to when the time of breaking has not come? Okay, looking at time, is this still is, is this still I re, there was one day I was in a bus going from Oka to Onisha, and the couple entered the bus. They are coming from where they went to fast. All these cherubim and seraphims are fast because even the devil and his agents they fast. So if you think, that, but we are going to find out what is it about Christian fasting. So they were in the bus. And they would just ask me, what, what, what time is it? I said five thirty. Okay. Two minutes into the bus, what time is it? 5.32. Okay. <laughs> Three minutes into the what time is it? 5.35. Hey. They were, the woman was literally bearing it. Bearing. I mean, I got to know why they were fasting. Why they were, look, the way they were looking and the way they were asking about time. And you know when you are waiting for time? Uh-huh. We go, 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 go. You should not think we have gone very far. What time is it? Five forty. Probably we are like that. But that time is the time to pray. Time to pray. That's why fasting period is set up by an individual or a group to pray about certain issues. Now the fasting takes your attention away from those issues. And focus your attention on God. Know that fasting is not about punishing flesh. It's about uh, seeking the face of God. Now, that's the way I describe fasting and prayer. I describe it as, like prayer is like you're washing a plate. A plate that has dried up. You're washing it with omo and the water. And it's going. When you bring sponge, fasting is that sponge. You bring and wash it and it goes. So, Fasting is that additional strength, additional action you take to get things done. There was one day when I was area director. I always like to share this one. Because God, God answers all prayer, desperate prayers. Somebody came to my house to work on my account book. And after working, she told me, that was around June. She said, Mama, you are, you are running on deficit. I said, deficit? The account balance is 400 or something. Say yes. That that account balance is the 500 plus that was brought forward from last year. So I know that I'm running on deficit actually. I said, okay, thank you. He went, left. I shut my door. Shut down. Switched off my phone. That thing happened on Thursday. Friday, Saturday, no kitchen light. 
No phone call with anybody. I went to heaven to get the money we need for the work. I prayed. I cried. I screamed because we do all of that in God's presence. That is why it is according to your own schedule. If it doesn't go with prayer, it is not fasting. It is called starving. So I prayed. Okay, hunger strike. I prayed. I cried. I, called, I did all manner. I worshipped. I praised him that all the silver and the gold. And after that, that Saturday evening, I sent text to associates. By Monday, it began to come. And I know, as I was getting the alert, I know it's not of it that will let no feed that run it. It's of God that showed mercy. So you can schedule it as an individual. It can be by a group, but it's target-oriented. And the prayer time is very vital. Okay? As long as you have sufficient time to pray, without distraction, without overload of responsibilities, Choose the time that works best for you. No distractions. And let me tell you, there is no competition in prayer, in fasting and prayer. I remember those days when we were growing up, we have a team, 12 persons, 12, six brothers, six sisters. We are all, always doing night vision. And they thank God for our different testimonies. Of One of them I kept, just realized is a bishop in Anglican church. Many people. We, fasting and praying. You know the other person, he did 40 last, last month. Me, I'm taking off hope. That's our testimonies. But there is no competition. But if they are in spiritual race like this, overtaking is allowed. Because it's also good. Okay? So fasting and praying. Now the length of fast is simply dependent on your personal schedule, the purpose of the fasting, and how desperate you are. If you're relaxed about it, okay, you can just walk past. But you are desperate to, if you are desperate to hear from God, you will go desperately to Him. I suggest that if you are new to fasting, start with just one day. Or maybe skipping one meal. Once your body gets used to the discipline, you can take off. Esther called for three days national fast. Three days. And I tell you, from January 1st every year, what I do, from that, as I'm going for that the first night, maybe at that the first night I can make calls waiting for the service to start. That is the end. I switch off my phone. First, second, third. Seeking the face of God for the year. I will start that first, second, third. Dry. Third, I will eat in the evening and continue because the continue is because the target is 40 days fast. And to February 9. Now, it is not my church. It is just me as a person. And the fasting period this time, like some of our churches have Lenten period. That's usually around March. You can get involved. Or your church does 21 days in January. Don't dodge those, those, those time of disciplines. Or if you can take your own by yourself, take the bull by the horn. Don't dodge it. Now, you have been eating since you were born. So you can you can stand for food and get a height to higher ground. You understand what I mean? You have been eating every day, eat in the morning, eat in the afternoon, even eat the one that is for somebody else. But you can now stop eating. 
and seek God's face for a lift. And I can tell you, you will not regret it. Esther, when they finished the project, she entered where she ought not to enter. And she got the desired result. So when we fast, when we take the bull by the horn, we cannot but get the horn. Okay? When we fast, Elijah fasted 40 days. I just want to list out the names of some people that did fasting in the Bible. Daniel, 21 days. All of us know it. 21 days. Okay? Now, but Daniel's own was the 21 days he was not eating the choice. Some people agree that he was eating only fruits. Probably he was breaking it every evening with uh, fruits. But Elijah, not thin for the 40 days. Moses fasted 20, 40 days times two. In fact, he was on the mountain seeking God for his nation. Jesus Christ himself to prepare himself for ministry. 40 days. And if all these generals fasted, you know, my own is, if Jesus fasted for earthly ministry of just three years, hey! Jesus himself, God, he was the lamb of sacrifice, he was the owner of the sacrifice, he was the priest of the sacrifice, and he fasted to prepare himself for just three years ministry. Then we can do more than that. Because we need it more than he did. Okay, why do we need to fast and pray? Number one, because the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Matthew chapter 11 verse 12. It is not the gentleman that takes it by force. It is not the one that will complain about ulcer that has not come. The ulcer has not come. But you now remember because of that ulcer is in their generation. His grandmother has ulcer. Also, the grandfather had ulcer. The isn't the other brother has ulcer. So if he fast now, you will have ulcer. That's not what I'm talking about. The violent take it by force. Number two, to develop a personal relationship and intimacy with God, we need it. So in that kind of fast, you are not even seeking. Don't any year fasting and prayer. I don't do it because I I need car or need house. I do it for ministry. I do it for growth spiritually. But you can do better than that. Moses was on that mountain two times. He came back the first one, broke the broke the the tablet, and went back again. Another forty days. No wonder his face shone. Number three, when people have important life decisions to take, like decision about marriage, decision about career, decision of place to live. I've graduated or I'm about graduating. Where do I go from here? It's a milestone. It's a junction in somebody's life. So we fast to seek the face of God concerning that. Again, at every, even way back on campus at the beginning of semester, our fellowship usually have three days fasting and praying. But some of us, we start from Monday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, we join others. Saturday and Sunday. Praying for our academics, Pray for our spiritual life. Pray for knifers in unison. Pray. Okay? I pray there are people that are still doing it. We first and pray for sin. When God has given us assignment, you are appointed to be a leader. It's very important. Or even if you are not a leader, but you are in choir. And you want to, you don't just want to be an ordinary member. 
You want to make him part. You are in Osha. You have privilege of teaching Bible study. Hey, you I, those days, eh? When they give you assignment that you are going to lead opening prayer or even praise worship, why won't you fast and pray? Prepare yourself. Get the songs. Okay? Because there is assignment and we don't take it for granted. Now, for safety of our families, of ourselves, both on the road and at home, we fast when things are not going on the way it ought to be. In our fellowship, Epaphras was laboring for the church in Colossae. Okay? So you probably you are the prime secretary of your group or the zone or sub-zone. Who else in the position to is in the position to pray for that zone if not you? Nobody else. You are the one that God has given the assignment and you are the one that are supposed to pray. Okay? We pray for our campus, we pray for this country. Let thy kingdom come, O God, and let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom keep declaring it. Let, and the, when we pray with the word of God, it has access. When we pray with the word of God. Now we pray to know God's will to do it and secure open doors for ministry. Secure open doors. St. Paul always says, you pray for me. Raising prayer to me. Telling brethren to pray always for him. Because he need a prayer to overcome obstacles and hindrances to fruitful Christian ministry. Overcome hindrances, overcome obstacles. We need to pray. To pray, to sort out our relationship with fellow man. We need to pray. Okay? When things get bad, pray. Even before approaching the person. And again, for God's divine provision. Even when it seems there is nothing. In fact, there is no hope anywhere, but there is hope in heaven. And lastly, because the enemy is looking for an unguarded hour to attack, we need to fast and pray. What are the dangers of not having strong fasting and prayer? Number one is that we remain shallow Christians, puppets in the hand of the enemy. If you want to kick any day, you can kick. If you want to bet, and again, we live in anger and bitterness. We can't have flow. We will not be able to achieve God's goals, God's purpose for our lives. There is a reason why we are here. If Esther did not engage in that fast and call others to be involved with her, there, something terrible would have happened to the Jews. But they had to go to fast and pray and prepare to enter. We help, when we don't pray, we help the devil to succeed against us in our territory. In your territory, your territory includes your your family, it includes your campus, includes this country, Nigeria, includes the state where you are coming from, it includes every circle, includes nightmares, every circle where you, where you have hold. And the way we don't stand in the gap, when we don't pray for our territory, the enemy will start. And again, we will lack direction. There are people that are always starting in life. Like direction, they are confused about the course to read, or cause to change to, they are confused about uh, the person to marry, they are confused about the career, they are confused about how do we get the confusion cleared out on our knees? So we pray. And then when we don't pray, we keep begging for prayers. Pray for me. Anywhere they tell you the prophet is coming, go for the prophet. 
When they say he's a teacher, you go for the teacher. When they say he's a high calling, you go for the high calling. But those things can be settled on our knees when we pray. Lastly, benefits of having strong prayer life. We have the testimony of answered prayer. His life is nine is never engaged. It's not empty end. The number is call, you're calling is not reachable. No, no, no. God's line is reachable anytime. And we have solid Christian life. We have good health. Fasting is very good for health. Because when you deny your body, especially dry fast, when you deny your body things from entering inside, it will clear off the ones that have been there. And again, it's very good to breakfast with water. If possible, one water, not gary. You are very hungry. So, madam, give me gary and the goosey. It's not a very good thing. Again, when we pray, we have effective work with God. And lastly, we have victory in our battles. In such a times like this, we really need to stand up and pray. Shall we stand up to pray? Elohim Adonai, thy kingdom come, and thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, Elohim Adonai, O Lord, thy kingdom come, and thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, Elohim Adonai.